the left also. Because you know, I'm right, I'm right-handed, but about three or four years ago, when I started really seriously weightlifting, I realized that my right side was bigger than the left side. And the thing is, you know, since I've always jerked off on the right, I started to say, you know what? My right side is bigger than the left, so I'm gonna do it with the left hand. And the great thing was the, well, the very first times I did it, it felt like it was somebody else doing it. That was great, seriously, that was so great. But now I'm so used to doing it on the left that I feel that it's myself, you know. The most important thing, arm bands. Oh, not too bad, usually they stink. May 2011 cult classic. Hobo with a shotgun is released onto moviegoers. Rockstar is gearing up for the release of L.A. Noir, And in Canada, we got a super serious wrestling reality show. This is episode 273, World of Hurt Season 1. No fancy name for this one. I couldn't come up with nothing, but I'm Tyler Fudge. And I'm Travis Fudge. If, if you have a name... Let me know. <laughs> you can support the show uh, by joining our Patreon or donating to our PayPal, which is the Federation Podcast at gmail.com. You can stick around for shout outs at the end of the show. You can find us on Twitter, or Facebook, and Instagram by searching the Federation. T shirts at whatamaneuver.net. Not to forget the music by Electric Downfall every week. The link to his music is in the description. Travis, how are you? Oh, I'm fantastic, Tyler. I'm fantastic. I just rewatched World of Hurt. The first time in, geez, like 12 years at this point. Of course I'm fantastic. <laughs> of course he's fantastic, he says. How are you? I am I am doing good. I am. I can't complain. Um, that joint rocked, the, rocked my world. Rocked your world. Just rocked my world. I'm not going to finish that song. Well, this is the first time that I've recorded without a uh, without an edible in my system now for quite a Ooh. while. So, thankfully, halfway through the show, I'm not just going to, like, lose my train of thought immediately halfway through the sentence. <laughs> just be like, oh, boy. Episode's not over yet. Maybe it just might transfer over to me. Whoop. <laughs> That, that, that was my armchair, folks. <laughs> you can bring it back up. You just know you can't put all your weight on it. <laughs> wow. The piece of plastic can't hold up 180 pounds. Hey, what? What? Crazy. Yep, 180 pounds. 180 pounds of shit. Anyways. Blevitt. Uh, as McMahon used to call it, 10 pounds of shit in a five-pound bag, right? What was it called? Blevitt? Blevitt. Blevitt. Yeah. Blevitt. 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 10 pounds of shit in a five pound This bag. was, um, this is a fucking harken back to the SmackDown 6. I don't remember that at all. That yeah. was so long ago. Yeah, yeah. I remember we had this big conversation about Blevitz. It's right, right around the same time as our big Bill Curry conversation. Oh, fuck. Wild Bill, Bill Curry? Wild Bill Curry. Oh, boop. Anyways, boop. anyways, we're here to talk about a, uh, should we, should we just be serious this whole time? You know, for, uh, for, for, besides for your hyping of it being a very serious reality show, there's a lot of, uh, things to poke fun at, 
in this show. And no, none of them are related or pertaining to Lance no, Storm. No, Lance does nothing. The absolute cast of buffoons that they did get for this show and some of them hyping themselves up to the camera can be pretty fucking goofy and yeah. fringeworthy at depending on who it is. Some people do it really well. Some people do not. And and this is obviously a reality show, so it's scripted to the nth degree. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, oh, for sure. The way that this whole thing plays out every episode is just the most wild and absurd thing ever. Okay? Because like, each episode starts with the contestant of the week or the wrestler of the week that's being highlighted throughout the show, arriving for the first time at the gym, right? Now, everybody else is there every time. You would have to literally have like 10 different camera crews following all of them in on the same day, right? Yes, to, exactly. To, to make this actually work. Yeah, and it makes it, no sense no, whatsoever. Every, it's like... um. This had to have been at least a couple months, right? Because everyone get, gets like three days yeah. of TV time uh, with the production crew. So if you really think about yeah. that. They probably didn't do three days, boom, three days, boom, three days, boom, three days, boom, three days, boom. They probably spread it out a little bit. You know what? I wouldn't say they did. Because like at certain points in time, uh, you hear people talk about how like this camp is only like a week. Especially when Irina goes for her tryout at the WWE. Yeah, I assume it's WWE. It's it sounded like it anyway, right? Definitely sounded like it. Yeah, I'd no, you, you you got a point, and I guess if it's only a training camp with like an nth amount of people from Australia in this fucking thing, they're probably yeah. you know they're probably not just like spending all their time in Canada and just like kind of coasting. I'm sure that there's some sort of like. I don't know. They probably have bookings and shit to get to, so they're probably not just being leased out for this forever, well, as long as they can be. Exactly. And then you hear, which I'm sure certain par- portions of it is is quite honest, when people are like, "Yeah, no, I've worked a few shows with this guy." Blah 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 blah. Right. So like, yeah, no, that's uh, it's, it's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. Um, but the show itself, in a nutshell, really isn't. It's, it's 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 a bad show, right? Right. I'm not well, wrong in saying that it's a bad show. Um, so I don't know. It, bad in terms of reality shows are bad, so therefore this is bad, or just it's a poorly done show. Like the, the production is pretty good. Um, it's, it's decent. I it's, would say yeah. if you. Lance Storm is the wrong guy for this. Oh, one hundred percent. I mean, just straight up, I think because of him having that successful school in two thousand eleven, yeah. this made a lot of sense. Now, Roddy Piper is like in the right realm of what I'd expect from a host of World of Hurt being. Yeah, but I think Roddy Piper himself is a little too far out there. Because, like, we all know this is, like, fucking 2013, 2014 Roddy Piper. This dude was, like, doing low-budget Christian movies where he'd go off script and shit like that. <laughs> was so, he really? Yes, 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 he was. He did, um, he starred in the Christian version of Saw, The Reconciler. He was in that? The Reconciler. I've heard yeah. of Reconciler. And The Reconciler is, um... He sets people up in uh, positions where they're trapped with another person that they have beef with, and they have to reconcile their uh, 
their troubles and differences. So it's it's very much like Saw, right, Tyler? Right? Very much. Very much you know, like, like Saw. It, but he's oh my god! But he's, he's in that. <laughs> he's in that, and then he's in that. Um, the Harry Potter ripoff from um, from an Albertan town. The oh. Harry Potter ripoff from an Albertan town. Yeah, yeah. It's it. Spirit River. Spirit River, I think, had this Harry Potter ripoff, and Piper plays Hagrid. Like the the, the yeah. Anyway, really? Yeah, he totally like, does. Like the yeah. the town of Spirit River did it, or it was the, done in Spirit it's River. Done in Spirit River, and Spirit River is the canon town in the 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 movie. It's like Billy something. I can't remember, but like you can easily find it. You can easily find it. Fair enough. Yeah. Like so, I I'm 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 interested in the Roddy Piper world of her series. Right. <laughs> Me too. Me too. Um, we'll see how this episode goes. Maybe somewhere down the road. Not next episode. Definitely I, I, not. I would like to. We should go through the cast of the world of her though. See if we have any repeat offenders. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, first, just just look at it this way, okay? This tells you all you need to know about the change in tone in this show with Lance Storm. Episode names are bumps, sweats, and tears. Bumps, sweat, and tears. Cashing in, selling out, Ozzy, 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 country ropes, so on and so forth. Just average names, right? Now, once you get to season two, the names, boy, do they change, okay? First episode, paralysis or death. Second episode, hookers and below. Third episode, put your shirt on. Let's see here. Uh, not fucking rocket science. Anarchy and acid wash. Baby's first match. Casey Spinelli's definitely there because it says welcome to Spinelli time. Right? So, like, there's there's definitely more edgy. Yeah. Yeah. So, it's definitely a lot more like Piper, I guess. That's, hmm. I'm just wondering now, does he like have breakdowns in front of them? Just like loses his mind? Just like cries about Andre the Giant being dead and stuff like that? Maybe. So what I'm wondering, remember how I had mentioned that uh, on IMDb they gave Ravenous Randy a credit, but he's not in the first season. I'm wondering if the second season is literally the same people, but he's in an episode. Or something. You know what I mean? Yeah, I don't know. I have no idea. I don't either. I have no idea. Well, ha- I, can't, I just looked to see if I could find a cast for season two and nothing. Nothing? Fair no. enough. Fair so, enough. Maybe we'll just have to, to go and find out. But the cast for season one is, and this is in no particular order other than the fact that this is the list in which which episode is based on who. Uh, Arena. Irena? Irena. Uh, I never ever caught a last name for Irina. Yeah, I don't think so. Uh, Derek Cross. Uh, should we should we give like a, just a brief synopsis on each who each person is? Other than like, Irina is the 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 greenest of the green wrestlers. He, he, apparently, but then Ty Valkyrie. This is her first. Ty Valkyrie never has wrestled a match before, but yeah. yet Irina is the greenest of them all. Could, Confusing. Yeah. So it goes, I guess. Derek Cross is the pervert. Yeah. The prince of perversion. Yes. Uh, Carlo Cannon is just like, uh, well, okay, Irene is Australian. Carlo Cannon 
Australian. Australian as well. Uh, he's basically like the high flyer. Hot shot, quick guy. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Casey Spinelli. Uh, she's the tomboy. Uh, she's, you know, she has made somewhat of a name for herself on the indie scene. She's, she's been in the Albertan indie scene quite yep. a bit. Yep. So she played uh, one of the undead brides for uh, Sue Young's faction. Cool. In Impact 2 as well. So um, Dylan Knight. Uh, he's basically the meathead of the group. Wrestled Alberton in the Indies his whole career. Australian. Australian as well. T-Bone. He's Newfie. Don't know what his real name Buddy, is. Buddy, is he T-Bone. ever Newfie too? And this dude, he is like, so you know, like, we're just going to go forward a bit. Uh, but like, there are times like, his face, your face is great. You know what I mean? Your looks, the look that you have is great. You just need a bigger body. <laughs> Lance Storm basically tells him to get on roids. <laughs> totally does, too. <laughs> but, dude, this dude is like a cross between, in the face, Karrion Cross and Biff Busick. It's like, <laughs> dude, like, that's him. He is the most plain, generic guy. If he didn't have the Newfoundland accent and the total, like, thoroughbred Newfie personality, <laughs> I, 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 I wouldn't give two shits about the, the guy. Yeah. But no. once his episode comes up and this guy's like, Trying to do babyface promos. Oh, dude. <laughs> and this he's like dude. talking about like fucking, fucking people's wives. Fucking people's and never wives. Talk- oh, dude. Just oh, giving them the bone, the T bone. Give them the bone. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. This guy was so fucking much to handle. Yeah. Uh, Taya Valkyrie. Uh, don't really need to say much about that. No, you know. she, she made it. Yeah. You know, Frankie Monet in the WWE, NXT. You know. Long career, prosperous. Oh, yep. Yeah, Benjamin English. He's the English dude. Yeah, yeah. That you don't really hear much about him, except he, for his episode. He looks like the type of guy that would have gotten a nod from the WWE. Now, I'm not saying much, but he just kind of like has that look. Yeah. But once once you get to his episode too, you're like, ah, I can see why. Oh, that dude. That dude seems like the worst. Yeah. Uh, then there's obviously Tennille Dashwood or Tennille Taylor. Tennille Taylor. Uh, which is so weird to say. It was like. I want to say Tennille Taylor. Oh. Tennille Taylor. It's Taylor. Yeah. Uh, and then when you say it, you feel Australian. Taylor? <laughs> How do Tenille you not Taylor? say it without the accent, right? Yeah, right. You don't You don't even need to. It just Taylor. Don't work. Taylor. Taylor <laughs> just sounds like you're Australian, dude. That's all it is. Viva the JD. If you say Taylor and I say Taylor, we sound the same. I know it. It has to be. Uh, has to be. Yeah, perfect. Um, but yeah, so, uh, you know, she's Emma, obviously. Uh, and then uh, Thomas LaRufa. Yeah, who, the French, French stallion, stallion. Tom LaRufa. Yeah. So, uh, dude, if it wasn't for him, I think this show would have been almost unbearable. It would have been hard. Like, you know? he, is, he is the best part of this show. Leaps and bounds. Yeah. Yeah. No, the, there's a difference between a guy like Benjamin English who goes over the top when it's his turn to be on the camera, and then there's a guy like Tom LaRufa. That just is, he is just taking every single moment to get himself over, yep. but he he does it at just the right amount. Yeah, just the right amount of dickish. And this is a guy that's demeaning women, trying to pick them up at the same fucking time. Oh, yeah. And then demeaning every single fucking wrestler, whether calling them fat, fat, Mentally handicapped, yeah. fucking like <laughs> shit. Yeah, and and I have uh, uh, clips of uh, the French Stallion throughout the show that we'll play. Uh, there's one that you heard at the beginning of the show. 
uh, we started off with a bang with Tom LaRufa talking about, uh, you know, just his process in masturbating. Oh, uh, my good Lord. Are you talking about his arms? Yes. The right the right side was yes. too big? Yeah. That, <clears throat> you, you should do, do yourself a favor and go back and listen to the Brian and Vinny show like 10 years ago and them reviewing each episode week by week. Really? Oh, yeah. And when they get to the French Stallion one, you would find a lot of, um, you, you, you'd find a lot of yourself in it, I, yeah. I, would, I would think, just yeah. you, how much it's better than every single thing on oh, the show, right? Yeah. Like, I just remember them else. exploding in laughter over um, the masturbation <laughs> thing and then him trying to talk about being a porn star, too. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh fuck! It just the dude is just tremendous, absolutely tremendous. Uh, highlight of the show, uh, and you know what's funny though is wrestling character doesn't ring through like that. I remember not giving a fuck about this dude in NXT. Oh yeah, no, I I remember it felt like the the ball was dropped on him. Yeah, and, and then and, he went yeah. to Impact with Mart Mart Martin Louis or whatever. Yeah, Marcus Louis, Marcus yeah, Louis or something, is. and again, garbage. Yeah. No, right. Well, you know, the guy probably has, well, you can kind of see his problems in this show if this has any sort of lingering truth to it. Yeah. To me, I feel like his whole thing was his character. I feel like he was just basically being MJF. You know he had what a I mean? good springboard crossbody, though. <laughs> yeah, Lance even post, points that one out. Uh, but we might as well get into uh, the first episode, and we're not going to go through bit by bit what's going on and through all the beats. We're going to basically we're just going to get like talk about what happens in the episode, the the noteworthy points, what the because each episode has an overarching you know story to it. You know what I mean? Um, episode one is all about Irina, who is not even credited as a cast member on IMDb. She must not have an account. Right, like, but like you'd think there would be an unlinked account, just the name, but there's not. She's she's just she just exists. Um, I know that like she did some indies, but outside of that, nothing. Right, like obviously she, not enough. No, no, definitely not, definitely not. Um, you know, they they kind of focus on Casey Spinelli a bit in this episode too, but not not overtly. Pretty much. Every episode, someone has a foil. Yes. You know, yeah. unless it's themselves. Mm, like Thomas LaRuffa. Well, Lance. Lance was his foil, Lance or T-Bone. I'd say yeah. Ben English, where, like, the production crew was his foil. Yeah. <laughs> he was his own foil. No, he was his own foil. Exactly. That's, that's what yeah. I mean, right? Yeah. So, Irina has Casey Spinelli. Um, Spinelli is... Um, not the most experienced out no. of all the women because that would be Tennille Taylor. Yeah. She's been wrestling for like four, two years or something, three something years. Something like that. Yeah. And, um, it's crazy to think, but at mm. the same time, not because she gets hired by WB in like a year after two years after this, mm. something like that. Yeah. The, uh, the money's near the nips. Yeah. <laughs> I, I suppose so. When she said that, I was like, holy shit. I've never heard that before. Tennille Taylor said Tenille that? Tennille Taylor, yeah. The, trying to tell Casey Spinelli to dress more womanly. Oh, that's yeah. fair. Money's near to the nips. Yeah. 
I mean, <laughs> she she really lived by that one too. It's near the nips, but it ain't on the nips. No, not on the nips. No, even when she would have her own like website, no <laughs> nips. Just near the nips. Just near the nips, Taylor. Near the nips, Taylor. Uh, but no, the, basically, this episode is about how green Irina is, and and basically just certain members of the cast, uh, mainly Dylan, who is just like. Just the meanest person. Every episode, Dylan Knight shits on the person, yeah. and then Tom LaRuffa will come and just kind of like continue beating yeah. the dead horse. Yeah, except for when he does it, it's almost like it's funny. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. there's, a, there's a stark contrast between those two. Each one of them are the villains of the show, but one of them is so likable in Tom LaRuffa. And then Dylan Knight is well, just. Well, Dylan completely... Knight will just come up and be like, What are you fucking stupid? Yeah. And then yeah. Thomas LaRuffa will be like, you know, I don't, pig? I, I don't think that this business is made for women. Uh, I don't <laughs> yeah. think I think women should belong in the kitchen. You want to make me dinner? Yeah. Not these Canadian women, these, no, these white, white pasty, Canadian white women. skin girls. I'd rather I'd rather jerk off. <laughs> French stallion is all I need. No, French stallion is enough for himself. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's fucking the dude is just. There's like I actually have a clip of that. Um, and then at the, the funny thing too is that. When these talking heads come up and they say their piece, they have their name pop up and then a new caption, right? So sick of sick of the shit, sick of the shit. Or <laughs> so Dylan Knight and Tom Larufa are being interviewed about Irina and Dylan Knight shocked at Irina's skill level and French Stallion against women's wrestlers. <laughs> And you know, like for a bit, Shit. it took me a while to catch on that you know he's from he's from Nice, France. Yeah. So for a lot of this is like the French stallion from Nice, France, and I'm like, nothing nice about him. Why is he, why is he built from Nice, France? Is this like a gimmick that he's from? Oh, Nice, France. Every part of France is nice. Or something. Every part. Uh, I have no idea how to do a French accent, to be completely honest with you. Uh, at one point in time, uh, probably the realest part of this show is when she goes to do a front flip and she fucking damn near breaks her neck. Yeah, because every episode starts with um, a drill of choice. Yes. And this would be the bump drill. Yeah. And she would try and take a somersault bump and then Lance would tell her to go higher. So she goes high. All right. She goes so high that she can't actually fucking finish the flip. She lands right on the fucking back of her neck. She almost went real high, fucking floating all the way to fucking heaven. Yeah. Holy. Yeah. That was, that was pretty brutal. That yeah. was pretty fucking brutal. Yeah. Yeah. No. But like, so basically, Irina is very unprofessional. She leaves and she goes to a tryout while she's there. Um, Casey Spinelli doesn't get along. Nobody really gets along with Irina, as it seems. Um, and yeah, she she would just you know be green as goose shit. Uh, outside of that, she was probably one of my least favorite episodes. Yeah, because she had nothing going on. No, she wasn't likable at all. at all. So you're just like, wow, she's she can't. She, she's being told that she sucks, and she lets it get to her head, and then she's like, well, you know, I know I'm inexperienced and I suck. So I'm going to go and get a tryout to the WWE. Yeah. Yeah, that's exactly what I'm going to do. Yeah. Okay, cool. And, like, then they have, like, this transition drill, and that's garbage, too. And she has her match with KC. And it, it, the only bit of, like, I guess, juice from this whole show is Casey Spinelli yelling at her. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because uh, she tells she says, like, when are you going to get your shit together, Casey? Yeah, right. And she's like, me get my shit together. And if you've ever watched Recess... She is named. a lot like Spinelli. That's where the name came from. You think so? No, it is. Oh, okay, yeah. fair. Yeah, 
Okay, cool. One hundred percent is because she is like tit for tat. Yeah, fucking Spinelli from that show. Yeah. Easily, yeah. easily. But actually, when I was reading her Wikipedia, it, it was like got her name from the television show uh, Recess. Blah blah blah. Nice. Yes. Yeah. Like it. <clears throat> yeah. So yeah, she. So basically, every episode ends with Lance giving his critique of their match, and it starts the same every time. You know why you haven't made it? You know the one reason why you haven't made it? And literally, when he says to Irina, you know the one reason why you haven't made it? And it's like, one? Really? There's only one reason why Irina hasn't made it? Uh, but uh, he basically says that, you know, her backstage uh, issues. And, uh, you know, if, she, if she's back, horrible backstage and horrible in the ring, there's no reason to have you around. Yeah, because right. she showed up 17 minutes before her own match. Yes. What example is that setting? Come on. Dude, to be the greenest one there, and you show up 17 minutes before you... Right? <sighs> Boy, nothing says, what I do don't want to do you think, you're Bret Hart? Right? Right? <laughs> <laughs> fucking, who are you to doubt fucking El Dandy, bro? But no, that would be uh, episode one. Each episode is literally like 23 minutes. You know, it, it, it breezes you, by fast. The the formula never steers away. No, it's the same but every time. Man, does it fly by yeah. these episodes? Yeah. Like, oh, okay, I'll watch a couple drills, a couple bit, a little bit of tension. Yeah. A, a couple highlights of a match, and yeah. then an evaluation. It's so quick. The same three transition shots from Calgary every fucking seven minutes yeah. oh yeah you yeah. get the same with chain link finch the street and there was one other one it was the same, same one. crowd at the century Con- casino oh yeah because you know those shows that was all filmed one night karen oh, fucking yeah. teed every one of those matches uh this will bring us to episode two Derek. i believe it was Derek cross Derek cross Derek cross the prince of perversion uh but yeah so this guy uh it really Starts. Let's let's continue on this uh, this uh, French stallion train, and we'll listen to our first clip. So this is uh, French stallion giving his critique on Derek Cross. I took him down, and I just I don't know. I just kind of like came out kind of in a really you know perverted kind of way. So I just thought, you know what? I just went with that, right? What the hell was that? I was like, wow. I don't want to get in the ring with him. He's the kind of guy that just can't stand up with his wrestling abilities. So he needs to do something outrageous, you know, that he hides all his weaknesses in the ring, you know, and his weaknesses on his body too, because he's just a fat mess, you know? <laughs> My instinct automatically is to get up and cock and fist, you know what I mean? I like the guy. It's just, uh, if he feels like that, maybe... He's just a fat mess, you know? He's just a fat mess, you know? <laughs> just beautiful, just the way he says it. It's just... And he doesn't lean too far into it, right? No. He almost just like no. pe- says it passing by. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you just don't even acknowledge that he said it. Like he's, just, he's just a really bad wrestler, you know, and it doesn't help that he's a fat mess, but, you know, like, it's just the, the vibe that he, get, yeah, that no he gives offense, up. No he's a fat mess. <laughs> but this episode is, is basically all about finding a character. And if you have no character, then you have no fan base, according to Lance. I don't know where his fan base came from. <clears throat> you know, <laughs> I was I was really thinking about it, that this show is essentially gym class, the television show. Because, you know, 
Lance Storm, not really. Um, Those who can't do teach. Did, yeah, didn't really set the <laughs> wrestling world on fire, and everyone, you know, I, I I would say he's like highly respected and everything, but just hearing Lance be like, you know, you got to have a character, you you, you got to do more than just trade moves off, and I'm like, mm. motherfucker, what did you do for your whole career? You call you call an anti-American a character? <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. No. Okay. They, and, and obviously, Lance Storm, great worker, 100%. No character. I Now, like, I, I enjoyed what he did with Team Canada in WCW. When he held everything but the world title and had it all named as different, like the Saskatchewan yeah. World Championship yeah. and stuff like that. Great stuff. His pro, like, it's not supposed to be a great promo with that character. The character was, he was really serious and whatever but i mean it's got a shelf life it's got a ceiling it's got everything you know what i mean so like it achieved what it got yeah it, it went as far as it was going to go yeah yeah and then that was really and then it. they redid it again in the wwe exactly which is where it comes in where it's like okay so he's typecast yeah he got totally typecast yeah and you know it, yes it is his fault because it it is his lack of charisma but yep. at the same time like that's not what he was in it for exactly and like God forbid that, yeah. you know, he couldn't talk his way over a paper bag, but no. the, the dude sure could wrestle out. Yeah, yeah one know? of the best workers in the last, four, like, 30, yeah. like, 30 Like, years. his ECW stuff is just, like, good shit. Yeah. Like, really good. His matches with Chris Candido, yeah. all that, it's fantastic. Yeah, yeah, no, Lance Storm's <laughs> great. Um, the, but this would lead Derek down, you know, having to find a character. Into becoming what he calls the Prince of Perversion. And with that coming, he they, and this is just happening in training, right? Like, takes fucking T-Bone down and grinds on his ass. Yeah, and they do a mat drill. And while he's doing a mat drill with the French Stallion, then... Um Lance is kind of like giving him shit because he's like, you're not, you're not conveying anything in your face or anything like yeah. that. Like, who, who are you? What's your personality? Keeps on giving him shit, right? And yeah. this is where he goes for his first fucking little doggy style fucking dry hump, yeah, licking his lips. Yeah, 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 yeah. Just uh, and <laughs> love, love the local Canadian, um, you know, editing magic here where they play slow Latin music while he's doing the humping thing. <laughs> it's like, uh, yeah. Royalty free, baby. Royalty free. Uh, this leads now after to him becoming, uh, you know, the full fledged pervert, and and basically given a promo. So they're all given these these little promos, <laughs> and so everything's you know everything's fine, you know, until Derek comes up and he says basically he wants to ride a stallion, eat a T bone, two dikes and a bike. Right, like this is this is this is just like so outlandish. And to um, watch your sons, husbands, daughters, and mothers. Yeah. And Lance gives them shit because he. You never bring up kids in a don't, sexual don't, way. Don't 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 break the age barrier. Yeah. He tells yeah. them. It's like yep, yep. Like push the line all you want. That line was like. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah that was that was hard to listen to. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, the whole like. I, not a not a good gimmick, by no means. Um, I think he would even feel that way because by the time the match came, he was just like, "I'm not going to do it." Yeah, right. Like yeah, he, he didn't go for it. Well, he went really into it. Um, 
you know, in the locker room and everything yeah. like that, like really into it. And he made a lot of people uncomfortable. Yeah. Yep. If I looked into the ring and I'm training, I see this big bald dude that kind of looks like Snitsky uh, fucking rubbing his junk. Like, just, like, taking his hand and caressing himself. I'd be like, no, no, dude, get, no, I'm good. Well, I mean, especially T-Bone. Oh, yeah, yeah. T-Bone ain't having any of this. No, no, none of that tomfoolery. Bunch of fucking circus freaks. Yeah. Definitely shades of uh, homophobia. Dad, everyone's touching each other around here. Yeah, yeah. Uh, What the fuck? I'm going home, Dad. I'm going to get a fucking room. Yeah. All I just want to do is go out in the shed and drink a couple fucking beers, Dad. All we do where I come from, <laughs> drink fucking fight. In <laughs> Corbrook. Yeah, Corbrook. Yeah, Jesus fucking Christ, bro. You wouldn't know, wouldn't know if you're from the goddamn hood, dude. Jesus, from Cornerbrook. Well, he, his episode was named Country Roads, man. You know, Newfoundland's the country, oh, all right? You know it, eh? The back country. <laughs> Boggy ass country. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Jesus. <laughs> Got your saltwater cowboys. Yeah. Uh, but no, uh, this once he goes to the live show, he has a match with Stallion. Stallion doesn't want him to do this gay shit. Uh, and, and Derek doesn't. Uh, and then uh, basically during his evaluation, Lance states that he is afraid to bring out his character and he needs to learn how to harness it. Which also is the debut of Lance's other line that he uses in like every one of the evaluations. What was that line? So, you know, he does the, you want to know why you haven't made it yet? The one reason. And usually if the person has any shred of potential, he will be like, and if you do that, you will make fucking money. (laughs) (laughs) It gets. He, he, I think he, he like says ch- it to almost everybody. He channels it a he little. He doesn't say it to Irina because no, she's shit. Doesn't. She's garbage. No, but eventually it gets to the point where he's like, I'm. I'm just like mouthing it. I'm like, make fucking money. <laughs> and it's just. Well, he doesn't say fucking. But yes, he does. Does he? They beep it. Oh, they, I they didn't censor know that. it. God damn, Lance. <laughs> it's just like this is the most unbecoming thing that Lance Storm could say. Just make your fucking money. So make your fucking money. <laughs> and if I could be serious for a minute, you can make fucking money. Uh, but no, this that's that episode basically. Let's go on episode three, Carlos. This one is is probably this is probably my least favorite. This I, is a low point of it for sure. Um, honestly, I, I base Carlos wants to to show himself off. He needs to find a way to, as a small guy to beat a big guy. So he goes to learn a, uh, a, a senton to the outside. Yeah, Tope Con Hello. Yeah. So he would have a match. He would do it. Is yeah. It? You yeah. know what I mean? Like, that's, that's basically it. That's pretty much it. Um, he would enter the match and he would. His knee would pop, pop his out, knee out, which I don't buy one no. bit. I literally no. think that either he was just trying to get some, some sort of like sympathy yeah. for his episode, or production told him that because this episode wasn't interesting enough. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know. see that. And like, there would be another injury later on that actually looked legit. Oh, the shoulder, yeah. Neil's shoulder. Yeah, yeah, that looked legit. Yeah, that looked fucking legit. That looked like it was fucking painful. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, don't, I don't know how she would do that. Now, mind you, Alexa Bliss once made her arm look like it was dislocated too, and 
Well, you can be double jointed, I guess, which could do that. Mm-hmm. You know, Alexa Bliss was the gymnast. Yeah, wasn't she? Yeah, yeah. But yeah, yeah. the the Carlos Cannon episode. I think he wrestles Dylan Knight. Uh, yeah. Who yeah. Carlos is Tennille's ex, and Dylan Knight is currently Tennille's roommate. Yeah, roommate. Ooh, these are these Aussie people. It's like a fucking Olympic fucking frat house. My goodness, man. <laughs> just a bowl con. And Irina is just outside, just not having any. Just of a it. cold fish. Just a cold she fish. is a cold fish. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Episode four brings us Casey Spinelli. Uh, and this episode is all about tackling the notion of what is expected of a woman in wrestling to, to as to look wise. Because she looks like a regular person, quote unquote. Yeah, yeah. Which, I don't know, Irina looks the most normal. Like, like yeah, at least she, just, she just dresses like a... At like least a Casey Spinelli has tanned girl. herself. Yeah. You know, so you could say like, okay, like... You put the three, the four women up, and obviously Taya Valkyrie is like the, the most like. You look at Taya person. Valkyrie and you're like, oh yeah, you're a wrestler. Yeah, for sure. Right? But she's for not. Sure. Well, you look at her and it's like, yeah, you're a wrestler. At this point, she was a fitness model? Uh, ballerina. Ballerina, right. That's and what it was. she had done some fitness. Okay, kind of, okay, yeah. right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but no. Uh, this basically uh, Casey, you know, she wears her baggy pants. She wears baggy hoodies, you know, just hair in a bun. So basically like, any woman nowadays, but like she's training like any woman. She's like, in wrestling. She's at a gym. Yeah, I know. Like, and plus this is like common. Like this yeah. is not anything uncommon. No, no. You know? It's just looking for reasons. Like sure. It, out of the four women, she's the most tomboy. Oh yeah, one hundred percent. Right, but at the same time, uh, it, it's definitely reaching for something there for sure. I think yeah, I, I definitely reaching because like how quickly she turns from fucking from from uh, homely to bombshell is just like boom. Yeah, right. Yeah. And it's like oh, you didn't. She never done that before. You think she never done her makeup that way? Really, <laughs> really? Because uh, it looks like she's pretty good at. it. It elicited <laughs> some pretty funny response, though. <coughs> yes, uh, yes. Of course, from Tom LaRuffa. Obviously, obviously. And, and honestly, you know I got it. She dresses like a homeless Bill. Homeless a Bill? homeless Bill. And then we go to a photo shoot, and she comes out, and there's a bang. It's all titties and ass and makeup and hair and holy f- I couldn't take my eyes off her breast, you know? <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't take my eyes off her breasts, you know. Like seriously, <laughs> seriously. <laughs> oh, T Bone, you fucking marvelous man. Not T, well, T Bone too is all tits and homeless Bill, homeless Bill, homeless Bill, <laughs> dressed like a homeless. I'm gonna keep that one. I'm gonna keep that one. That's that's gonna be that's gonna be my repertoire now. From one newfie to another, it's the only way I can transfer. Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. It's like a, much like a wire transfer. Um, but no, uh, the, the the whole Casey Spinelli episode, uh, she, she she catches a lot of flack throughout, like from everybody. You know, like well, not mainly mainly Dylan and she's very outspoken though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's she's Lance would have to fucking reel her in a couple times outside the ring and just be like, hey, hey, stop it. Yeah. You know? Yeah, she she gets a little um, mouthy with Dylan and French because you, 
they just gang up on her yep. like they do with everyone. Yep. But she kind of like goes really into it. Um, this is where Lance would like take her aside and boost her spears and all that kind of stuff. Yep. But um, they would also do the whole move practice with Casey as well with the moonsault crash pad. Yes. This would be a lot more of like egging on Dylan Knight's telling her not to fuck up or else yep. she'll like fucking hurt her her opponent you know all this kind of yeah. stuff yeah tom larufa is just like oh of course she can do a moonsault on a big pad <laughs> <laughs> oh god i love it yeah it's yeah he it definitely makes the, this whole match uh, or this whole show so much better um but uh, during casey's match she would uh opt out of the moonsault after uh, getting hit with a stiff kick to the face apparently can't remember who she was in a match with. Tenille Taylor. Tenille Taylor. 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 Uh, so, uh, you know, it is what it is. Uh, too much. You know, Moonsault can be scary, I guess. I'm not going to do it. Yeah, no, I, I wouldn't <laughs> fucking do it either. Uh, during the evaluation, Lance says that Casey needs to be more professional and her freakouts need to be in private and not at the workplace. Then she will make fucking money. Yep. Then your money. Yeah. You'll make you fucking money. Fucking shit. Uh, episode five, Dylan Knight. Uh, basically, you know, we've said so much about Dylan. Uh, you know, just that's basically what this episode is about, and too. This episode is the um, the importance of standing out, according to Lance Storm. Yes. Yes. And And I love how at the end of this episode... Not to, not at the end, I suppose, towards the... Yeah, it is towards the end, actually. Um, when he just gets humbled by Lance and, and in his evaluation, when he's just like, yeah, but Lance, Irina stole my shit. And Lance just... just Listen, man. You can't overcome Irina? Hey, you're better than that. You're, you're better than Irina. If you can't overcome Irina, that's something else. Because this is the episode where Irina is going for the two-day tryout. Yes. You know, because they didn't do it in her, uh, pro, like, her protagonist no, episode. No, because she was unlikable enough as it was. Right, exactly. Really? <laughs> so this whole episode is literally Dylan pretty much knowing that he has, like, all the tools yeah. to become a successful pro wrestler. Yeah. But this dude cannot stop. He's, like, fucking fixated on every other person around him mm -hmm. and he yep. tries to bring them down so yep. much like he is literally obsessed with this like Irina issue he's obsessed that she stole his shit that she's going for a tryout that she doesn't deserve it. yeah it's like dude just calm down like obviously she's not gonna get the fucking tryout no. like don't even worry about it he even goes and talks to Lance talks Lance. to Lance about it can you believe this yeah like, you kiss ass dude yeah. Like, I know wrestling is all about political plays and, and being a fucking kiss-ass, but, dude, what a bootlicker. Yeah. The only the only um, redeemable part about him doing all of this uh, paranoia bullshit is that he says that Irina doesn't know mud from dirt. <laughs> and I like that. Yeah, Made me know. laugh. All, the, all that is different is water. <laughs> it's literally the only difference. Yeah. Uh. Yeah, so uh Lance also um low key passive aggressively uh throws doubt into the room about how legit Dylan Knight's body is. Does he? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, so he he, he pulls everybody around and he just you know, guys, 
uh, a lot of people will uh, will you know press you to do steroids, and I've lost a lot of friends to steroids. And I just want I just want to know, just let you know, you know, you guys don't have to be on steroids. Uh, I don't want you guys here if you're on steroids, right? And Dylan, nice, just like. feel like that's a shot at me <laughs> and it's just like it's like dude like this goes nobody else in this room is on roids no tom like, you can see tom larufa's fucking abs all eight of them oh yeah so no, like, that dude ain't on roids <laughs> not a roid there's not a no no there's no roid belly there dude like he is fucking he's just lean he's like seth rollins lean yeah oh yeah no you know I mean? oh for sure for sure yeah, yeah. uh but yeah no it's He's totally right, though. The dude is kind of gassy looking. He does look you know? gassy. Yeah. Yeah, just swole. Yeah. Yeah, yeah yoked, as, yoked, as they would yeah. call it. Not, he's not defined. He's just big. Mm-hmm. Really? Yeah. Like growth hormone big. Yeah. 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 No, yeah. now that you... I, I remember them talking about that, but I thought that, that was just kind of Lance just being like an old wrestler, you know, just being like, you know... Yeah. Like the Piper thing where he kind of like does that weird rabbit hole thing. Mm. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Either way, his matches like for for a big guy, the dude works well. He he moves yeah, well. Yeah, yeah. Like there's the, nothing wrong with his working. The B roll that yeah. they have of his like work is his spine buster is great. Yeah, yeah. No, right? he looks like, fine. Kind of like in the way where it's like, oh, okay, I'm surprised that he didn't yeah. do anything else. Yeah, just wrestle uh, Western Canada. Yeah, that's, that's kind of crazy. Like, yeah, yeah that, same thing with Derek Cross. Derek Cross would just wrestle Western Canada, right? So yeah, wild, it's wild. It is, but it you is. know, like from what it sounds like, work visa issues ain't like the easiest thing for Canadian to American relationships. So no, no, that's mm. true. <clears throat> this would bring us to episode six, which is uh, our uh, our pleasant boy T Bones uh, episode. Uh, this episode is also on like basically the art of being a babyface, I guess, or the art of being able to switch and and being able to play both roles—a heel and a babyface. Being versatile, being yeah. like versatile is definitely a lot better of a term because you. you know the we're no, we're no um savants in this shit but we both can definitely say that it's obviously known that it's easier to be a heel than a baby face yes so yeah. you go in there um i think anyone can be an asshole like yeah it, it's so easy that's that's why cheap heat is a thing exactly right exactly if you right? don't know what to do you go to these fucking core three things make a couple and, mean mugs be a little aggressive yeah. like say shit about the town that's yeah. that you're in and being a baby face, that means you have to have some genuine likability. Yeah. Some people just are not no. genuinely likable. T-Bone doesn't have a face that you're going to cheer for. No. He, as Lance Storm says, he looks like an ex-convict. He, does, yes. he looks like a fucking ex-convict every time that he does this shit. Like, his deranged look. Yeah, or is like even his trying to be an excited look. Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no. This, this guy looks like he will shiv you in the fucking kidneys. Yes, yes, definitely, definitely. I wouldn't want to pass him on a dark night, dark rainy night, in the mean streets of fucking Cornerbrook. <laughs> Lance Storm's a uh, few quips about t-bone make it so you don't look like you're in prison 
you look like Charles Manson without the swastika. <laughs> the man went full into it. Uh, I've never heard it pronounced like that swastika. before. Uh, even like when he's doing his promo. And then we'll we'll talk about how god awful of a fucking babyface promo it was, but uh, I mean we did kind of already. But when he's done the promo, Lance Storm says your voice is weird enough as it is. Like don't make it any weirder, right? Like this is like dude, what a knock on the Newfie accent he's got. Oh, yeah. But you know it. Tyler, he's from a town of twenty five thousand people, and he knows half of them. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure you fucking do. Sure you fucking do, T-Bone. Sure you fucking do. Dad? Yeah. Dad? Well, that's how I say dad. That's how he says it, too. Yeah, I know. And as soon as he said it, I'm like, oh, my God. (laughs) Yes. Dad? Dad, it's a goddamn circus. It's a goddamn circus. Um, Yeah, that's wrestling, my man. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Uh, But, no, you get the, you know, there's there's moments where uh, Dylan wants uh, T-Bone to wash his back. T-Bone is greatly offended by this. Calls him a big, beefy cunt. <laughs> big, beefy cunt. <laughs> like, like, I will say some of the quips that uh, that T-Bone has. It's Shake worth- my hand. Don't rub my nipples. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. And then the homeless bill that we heard earlier. Looks like a homeless bill most days. Yeah, like, yeah, you know, the, this guy is like the most unintentionally funny person on the show. Yeah. Because I think he's like really just he's trying about, to speak his mind. He's about as serious as Lance Storm. <laughs> yeah. See, like a lot of a lot of people and, and a lot of Newfoundlanders, and I, we could say this because we're from Newfoundland. There's nothing, nothing bad, whatever, but like. If you're from Newfoundland, uh, sometimes the way you speak makes you just sound stupid. Yes. You know what I mean? Oh, like, yes. Like the accent in certain ways, you seem diminished. Yes. Yeah. Right? Like T-Bone, he doesn't want to, to be a part of all this uh, gay shit, quote unquote, uh, all that slap ass shit. Uh, there's a lot going on around here and it's starting to get on my nerves. Really, just total newfie about it. Uh, but and if we cuts. were back home, me and my dad would knock some sense into these guys. <laughs> I'd, I'd beat the shit out of them. Uh, but he would cut the worst babyface promo in the world. Like, the absolute worst to the point where everybody around is snickering and laughing. And, like, dude, it's like maybe the first five words started out as a as a, uh, a babyface promo. The rest of it was just god-awful. You got a clip? No, I don't. No, no, no. I can't remember much from it. I do remember I don't, all I don't the remember much though. of it either. But it's just like, dude, like how? How did you go from babyface to that so quickly? Even Lance calls him out on. It's like you, you got lost there for a second. You just reverted back to a heel, <laughs> right? <laughs> Man. So uh, he would uh, be told that he's going to be a babyface in his match. Against, I can't remember who it was. Carlos Cannon. Mm, Derek, uh, Dylan no. Knight. Dylan yeah, Knight. He's going to wrestle Dylan Knight. And then just before the show, he's told he's going to be a heel. And he's going to face Carlos Cannon. And he's just like, he's thinking exactly what I'm thinking. He's like, I'm supposed to be the baby face. Now I'm the heel. How am I going to do that? And it's like, dude, like, you don't. How are you going to be the heel? That's the only thing you know how to do. <laughs> 
Right? Like, yeah. He's like, I can't switch that fast. He's like, I don't think I can turn the switch on that fast. <coughs> like, what? Jesus Christ, what are you, a fucking, like, 80-year-old grandmother that needs to, like, rub jelly on herself? Yeah, you need to get going? in the zone to be a nice guy. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, what the hell is going on? Um, but, like, it's done ass backwards, though. Like, don't you think that they... He should have been told he was going to be a heel and then be a baby face. Yeah, yeah. Last minute, I'm yeah. a fly, be a baby face, bitch. Yeah. Right, like, yeah, he'd have more issues than just his package and the evaluation at that point, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Evaluation is when he basically tells tells Tebow to be on steroids after he already tells him not to do steroids. Then he's gonna make fucking money. Make fucking money. <laughs> he's like carrying cross shoulders up on WWE, and Lansner's like, he listened. <laughs> and at the same time, he just wiped that accent away. Yeah, Still looks like on, a convict, though. Good on him. Got himself a robust so, woman, too. <laughs> good on him. Uh, episode 7 is Taya Valkyrie. Uh, you know, this is where uh, Frenchie is basically hammering down that, hey, women don't belong in wrestling. You don't belong here. Yeah. Just just, just showing, showing, showing you know, just how nice of a guy he truly is. Yeah, so they... Yeah, they... They definitely do that right away. Um, she's from Victoria, B.C., by the way. Yes, Victoria, B.C., uh, you know, ballet dancer, fitness model, like we spoke about. Probably the most likable person on this show, I would say, like yeah. out of all of them, just like kind of like root for them in yeah. a way. Yeah. Yeah, she she was yeah very likable, very likable. Um, I mean... At the same time, too, is like where she is so green, and this is her first. You kind of want to be like, "Oh yeah, go you." Yeah. Where Irina is like, you know, like, "No, go fuck yourself, yeah. Irina." Yeah, for sure. Like, for you're sure. The, you're the, like, and, and it's crazy because the only thing that really differentiates the two from the first like five minutes is 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 their their looks. Really, you know what I mean? Like, they're they're very similar, but it's immediately I hated Irina. Right, just just absolutely hated her. Yeah, and yeah. maybe if I wasn't. Uh, so privy to Ty Valkyrie. Maybe I would feel the same way about Ty Valkyrie if this is all I seen her from. Because at the same time, she has a face where it's just like, you look mean. You know what I mean? It's the like, jawline, I think. Yeah. The jawline looks a little more intense. You look like you're going to make like fun. Like you could be a fighter, yeah. yeah. Um, I feel like you got to be on my toes around you. Well, you probably do, Tyler, because she wins a bench press competition against Casey Spinelli with uh, Dylan Knight egging her on. And yeah. All this kind of stuff. And Dylan fucking Knight praises not only a woman, but a wrestler on World of Hurt season one in this episode. That's uh that's that's saying something. That's 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 mighty fine. Mighty fine. Mighty fine. Uh but yeah, no, she would uh I mean you look at Ty Valkyrie and it's like, yeah, you know, you're the one that's gonna win that bench weightlifting contest one hundred percent. I thought she was gonna face Dylan Knight in the I did weight, too. in the in the bench press competition. I'm like she might win. I don't I know. Like, I doubt it. <laughs> like, look at Dylan's arms and look. Dylan's arms are like the size of her midsection, bro. Yeah, I know. <laughs> um, but no, it, it was really shocking that that you know she. This is her. She never had a match, uh, and and they're going to teach her the northern light suplex because, as Lance says, how many women do you see doing a northern light suplex? And I don't. I know I've seen some of them do it. But I don't know. I can't name somebody that's predominantly 
done a Northern Light suplex. I would say like in Joshi is probably more oh, synonymous, 100%, right? 100%. Yeah. 100%. They do whatever move. It doesn't matter what move it is. They'll do it. Yeah. But like in American wrestling, you know, no, it's true. Northern Light suplex is not something you see, you know, a female do uh, very often. And, and she does not do it very well for a long, long time. <laughs> All right. Like, I, I, I. Just thinking about it, I don't know if I've ever cognitively remember seeing Ty Valkyrie do a Northern Light Suplex, but I would be uh, interested to see her do it now compared to the way she was doing it then. I wonder if she steps on people's hair or or if she just topples over again. It, it was pretty funny watching yeah. the, the sizzle reel of that, I guess. Yeah. Just <laughs> her trying to lock the bridge in, and she just whoop, falls to the side. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but you know, this episode, there's not, outside of her just being likable, there's not a lot of substance, other than the fact that, you know, she's learning this Northern Lake suplex, uh, the same, and maybe it's because we've gotten to this point already where, I, you know, with, with uh, Irina and all the, uh, Casey Spinelli, how women doesn't belong, don't belong in the ring. It's just the same story. They just don't tell that story with uh, Tennille. Because no. the one that uh, would do it is her quote unquote roommate. Yeah, yeah. So no, you're right there. Um, and they even do quote unquote roommate when they do the. Yes, they do. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. That that's why it's like obviously, obviously, like their thing. You yeah. Know? They're not even hiding it in no. the show. No. But yeah, I really think that the main thing that they're hammering home here is like just watch this little green wrestler go like, like the the, the Trish Stratus leg scissors in the. The shots from the live event, where like time just stood, stood still. still. <laughs> yeah, it it was so long, so long. Um, I mean, they tried to cover it up a little bit with Tennille, like dropping her down and doing like a a, a Boston Crab. But yeah, but at the same time, you're like, damn, it just went on a little too long to be able to kind of cover it up. And and Lance prefaces before this match just comes comes out too is like. If you screw up and you stop, you've lost them. Really, if you screw up, you just gotta keep going. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, and, and they did. They stopped here. You know what I mean? She reset. She did it again, and then she dropped her down. It's just bad stuff all around. You imagine just watching a band play live. And they fuck up a note and they just go back and they, they just go like back and redo it over again. <laughs> Can you fucking imagine it? <laughs> oh, that would be fucking horrible. It's a good way to put it, though, when like you're trying to explain like to somebody, or right? like you know, just like don't stop, right? exactly. Like, don't yeah. Restart, yeah. yeah. Right, like most people probably didn't even notice. Just keep going. Yeah, yeah. You know, in the UFC, if you watch the UFC, do somebody miss a punch sometimes? Yeah, doesn't mean. Well, you know, it's just a continuing trend in wrestling, you know, where it's like the dozy do spot where they're both running the ropes and then all of a sudden it's like in all of that running around, they just like lost every yeah. fucking piece of the match. Yeah. And they, they just, just like keep, stop. They just keep running. <laughs> yeah. Like, I don't know. I think it was like big, <coughs> like fucking big swollen red velvet or something where they had this match where they did the do si and yeah. then they just like froze in the middle of the ring. Yeah. But either way, it it, it happens far too much. Big <laughs> it happens far too much. Big Swole. What a, what a... Just a bad wrestler. Oh, good Lord, yes. Like, like, for her to be like, 
you know, I'm fired because of racism. It's like, bro. Not, not even close. You're not a good wrestler. Like, don't play that card. Like, that's not cool. Um. Anyways, anyways. Uh, after Ty's match, obviously that didn't work out very well. The Norton Likes worked out, but the match wasn't very good. Both actually fucked up. Tennille fell off the, the, the turnbuckle at one point in time outside. Uh, but uh, after the uh, the evaluation, Lance basically says she needs to forget her past as a ballet dancer before she can move forward in her journey as a professional wrestler. He didn't say that she was going to make fucking money. No. I'm, I'm kind of su- surprised. She's the one that probably made, well, outside of Emma, the most money. Emma made the most money, yeah. but I think Taya Valkyrie had a much better career oh yeah you know she's had the best career of anybody on this show yeah for sure yeah. for sure yeah uh and uh you know uh, she would i mean she'd go to mexico she would fucking you know just just thrive in mexico and she would definitely lose her ballerina well her ballerina kind of like probably came into play a little bit Learning the Lucha Libre style and just like balance and shit like that. You know what I mean? Like, sure. There's a lot would. of things from being a ballerina you're not going to want to forget. Really, the 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 mechanicalness of it all. Yeah. Yeah. Things need to look more fluid. But. Well, you know, it's it's crazy because she's had probably the most successful career out of all of them, and like still at this point, like nowhere, nowhere, but like. Yeah, she's not going anywhere anytime nope. soon. Emma's back in the WWE now, though. Yeah, she is. But, but like, you don't hear nothing about her. No, I don't even know if she was in the Rumble. Yeah, I think she was. Yeah, maybe for a hot second. It doesn't matter, man. She just like plateaued so hard. Mm-hmm. She 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 was like doing really good in NXT when she yeah. was a single star there. When she was basically Bailey before Bailey. Yeah, blowing the bubbles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. in yeah. the Emma dance. Yeah. Yeah, she, like she was great. She was great at that point. And then yeah. I don't know what happened, man. She fucking stole that iPad case at Walmart, and then it just fucking. She <sighs> did too, didn't she? She got fired for stealing the iPad case. And then they hired her back. Yeah, like right away. Just uh just a uh, put her in her place kind of fucking deal. klepto, man. You fucking klepto. You you think it's you think you need to steal now as a WWE employee? Well, you're out of a job. <laughs> Get yeah. stealing, bitch. Really? <laughs> uh, anyways, anyways, uh, that's the tie episode. Uh, next is Benny English, and this one, oh, this one's this one's cringy, because like you know that there's actual wrestlers out there that's like this. Well, <sighs> and he's just carrying his character with him twenty four seven. The brunt of it is that you know he he's a mark. He, that's what the guys call him in this, that he's a mark for himself. He's just pretty much trying to get himself over at any fucking chance possible, but only for this day only. He's been normal up until this point. Yeah. And on this day, when it's his episode, he just turns it all up to 11. Yeah. And he becomes the, uh, the VIP Benny English. Yeah. Just like going up to people and just being like. Can you believe how pretty I am? I'm so hype. Are you hype? Oh, terrible, terrible, yeah. terrible. Just garbage. And so much so to the point where not only did the the wrestlers hate him, Dylan calls him a jerk off. 
and the production. Production want to kick him off the show. Literally goes to Lance Storm and tells him, hey, we can't work with him. We got to get him off the show. And Lance is like, I'll talk to him. Let me talk to him. And 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 basically just talks to the whole group. Right? Uh, and, and, and just says, you know, like, you got to leave your character at the door. You know what I mean? Your character doesn't belong outside of the ring. And they say this about Ben English yet. Fucking French Stallion has exactly. been doing this all season long. Exactly. And speaking of French Stallion. Stay like that is my punch in your face. Keep in mind also that the guy is from England, you know. And everybody knows that people from England are retarded by birth, you know. <laughs> oh my god. By birth. Over the top. Over the top. <laughs> Into the ring. Uh, this guy would have had a hell of a career as a wrestling manager in the 80s. Oh, dude. Like, that's his calling. That's definitely his calling as being a manager of some sort. Yeah. Um, but, you know, again, good worker, though. Hey, you know, like, there's nothing wrong with him. Like, it's a shame that you didn't get to see more of him, obviously. And we're yeah. not, not talking about Ben English. Not at all. No, 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 no. In fact, I, I don't really even want to talk about Ben English anymore. Episode 9 is about Tennille. Uh This is basically about being sexy. That's what this episode is about. I can't think of anything else other than that. Yeah, well, I mean, the fucking beginning scene is the production crew filming Tennille talking about her ambitions in wrestling while she changes. Like, yeah. she, she's getting right down into her two-piece. But it's also saying something about her as well. And the fact that that's where she's opting to do her interview is as she's getting changed. Oh, you know what I mean? So like, And she's also the same girl that's going to work in her gear during training. Right, because she wants everybody to look at her. Yeah, right, and and so on and so forth. So, um, I mean, it kind of works because like French Stallion, he doesn't even he doesn't demean to no. He he just feels something. Nobody you know? demeans her at all, really. She, you know, I mean, she kind of gets they along all talk with everybody. differently about Tanil. Yeah, Tanil, she's a special girl. Yeah, Tanil, <laughs> Taylor. <laughs> I love saying it, dude. I do. I do. Well, why in the fuck did they call her Emma and not Taylor? Taylor. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ, dude. This is just a beautiful thing. Beautiful thing. Uh, you know, She's Taylor Mays. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I call Taylor Made. <laughs> Taylor Made, mate. She's Taylor Made. <laughs> uh, she ha- it I, was like, literally set up for her, dude. Like if she didn't have a move, or like Taylor Made, Danielle Taylor. <laughs> There's somebody that somebody went by Taylor Made. Taylor Made, Danielle Taylor. <laughs> God, that's a mouthful there. It Alliteration. Is. It is, but it fucking works. I can't, it's a mouthful, but it's easy. I can't believe to say. on promo class day, the only thing she said was <sighs> that she was gonna kick the shit out of people. I'm gonna kick the shit out of you. <laughs> oh fuck. But no, uh 
Lance gives her a lot of shit uh, for, uh, you know, while she's doing stuff, like doing moves, she's fixing her hair, fixing her tights. She's like Ronda Rousey when she's just fixing her fucking shorts. Just like, oh my God. Yeah. Um, You know, she's like, yeah, but, you know, gotta look good. And if I gotta fix my hair to look good, I'm gonna fix my hair. I was like, bitch, listen to fucking Lance Storm. God damn it. Oh. Fucking Taylor. Uh, but no, this is when they bring up that uh, uh, she's Carlo's ex-girlfriend and Carlo's jealous and he wants to have her back. She says no. Carlo's cries. Breaks his little heart. Breaks his little cannon heart. And then they have to do an aggression drill together. Either the next day or the same day. Yeah. Yeah. Where where he's kind of pushing her around. She's got to unleash because he's talking about how like the sometimes it seems like females don't want to hit each other as hard right? lance says that doesn't he yeah yeah uh and and basically trying to get these girls to lay it in a bit because yeah. it that is admittingly a big gaping flaw in in female wrestling it's just some well, so not even some of them a lot of them don't want to lay it in yeah and it just looks bad rope running yeah, the the offense. It's usually the, yep. the the gleaming things where it's like, I don't know, it's like feathers hitting each other, right? Yeah, yeah. It's got no impact. It's like a in, you can't say it's their size reason why they can't run the ropes. Because look at Rey Mysterio. Look at Riho and like yeah, the, Rey Mysterio only needed two ropes. Well, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> and like these small like the small Japanese women though, like they hit so yeah. hard. They they do so much aggressive shit. Yeah. They lay it right in. So you can't tell me that. Taylor no. can't do Taylor. this. Lay it in, Taylor. <laughs> yeah. That's how that's how fucking Dylan Knight says it. Oh, I bet you said that in more yeah. than one circumstance. Yeah. Uh so yeah, she she shows her aggression and uh French ta- French tells uh Tennille that he loves her facials. <laughs> she just Oh yeah? Yeah, yeah, okay. Okay, thanks, Frenchie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was literally thanks, Frenchie. Uh, I mean, what else would you say, right? Uh, she would have her match at a live event. Uh, you see Lance crack a smile for the first time on the show. Yeah, so Lance is like peeking out of a corner watching all these matches. And yeah. he does like, I don't know if he just like lined up and did like a thousand expressions and they just like pieced them together because he's got like his grimace. He's got his, ha, 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 his little belly laughter yeah. is disapproving. The nod. belly laughter is only one episode. Yeah, is that Derek Cross? No, it's this one. Is it? Oh, okay. Well, because well, like, she's doing the heel work with the crowd. Yeah. Right? And she's just like prolonging the beginning of the match by just like showing the crowd how sexy she is. In right, her, right. In her awkward tail away. In the weird tail away. Uh, right? And uh, so he just like, they cut the Lance Storm. And he's just like, oh. Right. Okay. Yeah. That makes sense. That makes sense. But uh, no, she would have a match against Casey Spinelli. And, uh, yeah, yeah, that's about it. Yep. And, uh, so it's evaluation day and Tennille comes in 7am wearing her goddamn gear <laughs> for an evaluation. Yeah. Like she, she doesn't even have any like regular clothes to wear. It's no. just, it's just this. And fucking Lance just tells her you haven't made it yet. Cause you've plateaued. <laughs> What a fucking horrible thing. You just plateaued, man. And she, as I said, she never recovered from that. And 
she also made her fucking money, but, you know, like, she didn't have to fucking listen to Lance's advice, so, like, what's saying that she needed to ever push her hair, like, never push her hair back? I I, I think that it probably made her fucking money. (laughs) Made her the fucking money. I mean, when it comes to Tennille, I've never liked her as a wrestler. I never thought she was a good wrestler. She's really awkward. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, the Emma character, there's a reason why she succeeded with the Emma character. It's because the Emma character was awkward, and it highlighted her awkwardness. Yeah. And that worked. It, again, has a shelf life. And when you pair with Santino Morella, that shelf life expires. It's like putting, you know what I mean? Like, you don't put a rotten apple with all the, all the rest of the apples because it will it will turn the other apples rotten. You know what I mean? It's like you don't put Santino Morello with somebody you're trying to push because that's just going to, no. You only worked for one person. That was Beth Phoenix. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, it didn't help Kozlov. No. No, it didn't. Really? Not even a bit. From main event and shows to being Nothing. fucking Santino's side. Did, did you know Kozlov was a... a uh, Jerry Jarrett. Oh yeah, he's the he's the big guy that was gonna get brought into TNA, but then he brought him to WWE. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Told Vince that he has to hire him. Soured his relationship with his son. Is that what did it? Yeah. All over Kozlov, eh? Yeah. Fair enough, man. Fair enough. Well, fuck, man. He was gonna get the stroke on TNA, and oh god, I love the stroke, man. The stroke's so good. Worst finishing move of all time. So good, you're still seeing it in 2023. Fuck, I hate that move so much. I mean, the Miz does it too. Yeah, it's the Miz though. You expect nothing but Jeff Jarrett like, average. Yeah, yeah, Jeff Jarrett style wrestler. The Miz, perfect. Yeah, makes sense. Yeah, uh, this brings us to the last episode of season one, uh, and it's time for Tom Alofa. Enter the Stallion. This is the best episode. Like we've talked about uh, easily. Um, I like, like. I don't even know what else we could even really say about. The French stallion that we haven't said already, you know, like this this guy is is just again the highlight of the show. Yeah, yeah, he really is. Um, the whole thing about this episode is that his ego is mm-hmm. his biggest detriment. Yeah. The fact that he can't get along with people, it's correct. Tries to correct Lance Storm. Yeah, he does not listen to Lance's advice no. like at all. No, to the point where Lance gets pissed. Gets very pissed. Yeah. <laughs> like this episode fucking starts with Tom showing up to practice late yeah. and he just says, Oh, I had to get my jacked body out of bed. I'm sorry. I'm late. <laughs> <laughs> and then like this whole time, these trainees and those like, he's in his gear too. Yeah. But he's got a tank top on with his gear. So he looks like a fucking WF attitude creator wrestler. Oh, totally. totally. Right, like- <laughs> just needs some barbed wire tattoos. That's yeah. all he needs. Yeah. And he kind of does. He's got like the ghost cross on his fucking true, shoulder yeah. and like That's a weird, true. weird Aztec armband on his shoulder. Yeah. Um, but no, uh, yeah, it's, it's, that's basically the overarching story of it. Um, but again, it's like the greatest hits for French Stallion. He goes after Derek, he goes after T Bone. He demeans yeah. women. He yeah. flirts with women. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Gives us his opinion on Canadian women. Right here. girls after shows you. But the sad thing is, North American girls, they're not as hot as the French ones. No need for an ugly, fat, 
white-skinned Canadian chick. Hell no. I'd rather jerk off tonight. Seriously. Seriously. A French stallion is enough for himself. I'm just, gonna have a one-on-one -on -one just conversation. Just a fucking... Oh. Like, the, whole, the whole time, he's just been right under our nose. <laughs> Man. <laughs> like, this guy... I, I can't I can't express any better you know like he's, he's a spirit animal you know I, I a part of me really wishes that there was more of him available like a podcast more TV time but maybe this too. is what makes it good is that you never got exposed to him too much yep. and that this is like one blip of time where you're like man this would not fly today. No. Like, there's no way that the shit that they're doing on this show could get on TV now. No. Very, very highly doubtful. But there is a blip in time before all this shit was not able to be seen. Like, not acceptable. Yeah. That it's just that it was so Everyth outrageous. Everything was fair game. Like, Johnny Knoxville's movie, The Ringer. It, well, yeah, exactly oh, right. There's no oh. way. That movie, I love that movie. Yeah, I, I, like, I loved it. But like, yeah, you couldn't do that now. No, not a chance. No, not a chance. Uh, but so basically, Stallion, he, uh, you know, he's supposed to, he's doing a drill with Lance, and when he's getting out of the ring, he's like, I didn't learn nothing. This is basics, and uh, he's like, get back in the ring. Lance basically just fucking schools the fuck out of him. To the point where, like, he's like, I quit, I quit, I quit. And he fakes out a hip toss, and he's like, what was that? <laughs> <laughs> and Lance just tells him, you know, like, you're you're pissing people off. Yeah. People aren't going to want to work with you. And, you know, like, if we work together, it can be magic. If we don't, yeah. this, this is what happens. Yeah. And it, it, it humbled him, like, you know, like... You know, visually, he is humbled by yeah. Lance, and he's obviously embarrassed, or at least, you know, he's just, he, he got fucking schooled, you know, like, in front yeah. of everyone. Yeah. Um, he would put him up against T-Bone in, uh, in their match, and, uh, like, in T-Bone's match, they put him up against Stallion as well. So is this the same match? The same match? <laughs> Tale of one match from two different perspectives. Yeah, yeah, definitely from from each side of the fence. The classic T Bone versus French Stallion. <laughs> <match. laughs> yeah, and they built it up too, like it was a feud. Like, mm -hmm. These guys hate each other. They always have, and they always will. Oh man, the French and the Newfoundland folk. They just, yeah. they just uh, out for each other. No, 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 cool, no cool. Uh, but during its evaluation, Lance basically gives him. The exact opposite of what I believe he told. Um, oh, who was it that he told it to? But he basically tells tells the French stallion that you know, like if you're a dick backstage, nobody's gonna want to work. Like, you know what I mean? Like dick backstage and good in the ring, okay. But if you're bad in the ring, you're a dick backstage. Oh, it was Irina. Was it Irina? Yeah, because she was getting along with people and it was yeah. like, yeah. Yeah, basically, basically, just tells him you know the the you know, he makes people look good, so you can be a dick backstage, right? Yeah. Like where he tells Irene, was like, if you're suck, you suck in the ring, you can't be a well, bitch." Backstage. I, th I think more or less he was like, 
if you're going to piss people off and then not make them look good in the ring, they're not going to like you at yeah. all. But if you at least try to make them look good in the ring, yeah. then they'll at least like you a little bit. Yeah, they'll <laughs> tolerate you. They'll tolerate you, yeah. yeah. And what does French Stallion do? He apologizes for everything he did on the show and yeah. shakes his hand. And I'm like, ah, this guy, he got away with it the whole yeah. series. Yeah. He played a character. And then he goes right back into the character for the post credit scene. And I'm like... You've exposed yourself, man. <laughs> K-Fabe's dead. Yeah, yeah too, too much, right? Do you too even much. have a French accent? Yeah. <laughs> You're not from Nice, aren't you? I knew you weren't from Nice. Uh, but uh, up next uh, on the Federation, uh, we're going to be punting some babies. But first, let's give a shout-out to all of our Patreon family members. Uh, Future Sobriety is only 7% other metals, sterling silver fudge. Then Uncle calls it right down the middle, Mike the Ref Fudge. He wants to call Father, but not for a dollar. Trox Fudge. Our Doe-eyed cousins from down under Corey and Trevor Fudge. His nose is always snotty, but don't worry. That's just Scotty too hotty Fudge. And you can find uh, us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram by searching the Federation. Listen to the show every Wednesday as well as all the other shows on the SEL Podcast Network, uh, such as uh, uh, the, the Old Guy Metalcast, SCL, uh, Midnight Mass Creature Cast, so on and so forth. You can uh, get uh, our t-shirts at watermaneuver.net. Uh, and not to forget to uh, listen to Electric Downfall on YouTube. All the music on the show. Uh, and you can join Jim and I every Sunday on the uh, SEL Wake and Bake on YouTube. So, uh, yeah. 10 a.m. Mountain Time. 12. I don't usually do this plug, so I'm really hard. 10 a.m. Pacific. No, 10 a.m. Mountain. 12 Eastern. Yeah. Nine Pacific. Nine Pacific. Yes. So, uh, yeah. Get out and, uh, yeah, do something. Yeah, and as Tyler said, punting punt babies on the next Foundation episode. Yes. We're chronicling the feud of Kane, Lita, and, and Gene Snitsky. It's not my fault. Not our faults for doing this. Nope, not our no, faults. It's your fault. Your fault. Yeah. It's your fault. Yeah, it's not our fault. But with that being said... Keep on keep on rocking in a free world and doot 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 doot. doot.